What if the transformative power of fasting is the catalyst you need to achieve success and favor beyond your wildest dreams? This is Cherie. Welcome to Meditating the Word. It's day seven of our 21-day fast. Let's read our foundational scripture for this series, Mark 9:29. Jesus said, this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. This tells us that sometimes fasting is required. Today, we are going to talk about fasting for success and favor. We'll look at an account of fasting in Nehemiah 1, and I'll also provide some practical advice on focused fasting. Nehemiah occurs during the time of exile, when large portions of the Jewish people were taken from their homeland to Babylon after the fall of Jerusalem in 586 BC. It's a short chapter, so we'll read all of chapter 1. I'm reading from the NIV. The words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah. In the month of Kislev, in the twentieth year, while I was in the citadel of Susa, Hanani, one of my brothers, came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that had survived the exile, and also about Jerusalem. They said to me, Those who survived the exile are back in the province and are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Then I said, Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer your servant is praying before you, day and night for your servants, the people of Israel. I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's family, have committed against you. We have acted very wickedly toward you. We have not obeyed the commands, decrees, and laws that you gave your servant Moses. Remember the instruction you gave your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations, but if you return to me and obey my commands, then, even if your exiled people are at the farthest horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place I have chosen as a dwelling place for my name. They are your servants and your people, whom you redeemed by your great strength and your mighty hand. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. I was cupbearer to the king. God did grant Nehemiah success and favor, and he was able to direct a massive rebuilding effort in Jerusalem. Now, you've heard me say over and over again in the past week that fasting doesn't move God, but places us in a position to receive. And yesterday, I stressed that we are no longer under the old covenant, 
In the Old Testament, people often begged God for mercy and favor. Under the New Covenant, everything has already been given to us. We just have to receive it. So, how do we go about receiving what God has already provided? And what role does fasting play in the process? Let's face it, our bodies are loud. When we have an ache or experience tiredness or hunger, it's easy to be distracted and let the body direct us. But our bodies were never meant to take the lead. That's the role of our spirit. One of the benefits of fasting is basically showing that you can, in fact, show your body who is boss. The Apostle Paul talks about buffeting the body. Fasting is one way we can do that. We bring our bodies under subjection, and I've already mentioned the health benefits. Fasting sharpens your spiritual perception and can enhance your ability to connect with and receive guidance from God. It aligns your spirit with God's will, acting as a tangible affirmation of your commitment to put God's desires above your own. Fasting can refresh your spiritual vision and fortify your faith. On a mental level, fasting significantly boosts clarity and concentration. During fasting, the body experiences a reduction in insulin and an increase in glucagon, prompting a shift to burning fat for energy. This metabolic change often leads to heightened alertness and improved focus. Spiritually, fasting acts as a powerful tool, deepening your spiritual connection. When you fast for a purpose, it's good to find supporting scriptures for the outcome you're hoping to receive. If your goal is healing, find all the scriptures you can that say God is your healer, that he has already provided healing for you. Review the accounts of healing in scripture. If your goal is financial, find all the scriptures you can that talk about God providing wealth, delighting in your wealth, everything you can find on wealth and riches and provision. Read about Abraham, who is rich in cattle and gold and silver. Read the promises in Deuteronomy 28 that say you are blessed to be a blessing. You will be a lender and not a borrower. You will be above and not beneath. Whatever your fasting focus, I guarantee you there are scriptures you can stand on, and you want to be reading those during your fast. If you get stuck finding scriptures that apply to your situation, let me know. I'll be happy to provide you with scriptures to meditate on. Meditation is the other key. Don't just read the scriptures. Actually meditate on them. Ask God to show you a deeper meaning, give you a deeper revelation and understanding. Ask God to guide you in making these scriptures come to life in your experience. This is how we place ourselves in a position to receive. Now for my other disclaimers. I am not a medical professional, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical advice. Please, if you fast, fast responsibly. If you have an underlying health issue or an unhealthy relationship with food, do not fast. And if you are going on an extended fast, it's a good idea to check with your doctor first. All right, let's check in. 
Do you have scriptures you are standing on while you fast? Are you meditating in them day and night? Are you spending extra time in prayer, not just talking, but actually listening? Remember to write down anything Holy Spirit brings to mind. Don't judge what comes, just write it down. If you are still hanging in there on day seven, I'm proud of you. And remember, if you're doing a modified fast, partial, intermittent, Daniel fast, that's fine too. How's your energy, your clarity, your strength? Any aches or pains? Please remember to rest and even nap if necessary. And remember to monitor your weight loss and don't go below what might be considered a low-end healthy weight for yourself. And please stay well hydrated. This is super important. Drink even more water than you think you need. Here's how I'm doing. I'm down another 0.8 pounds. I continue to drink a gallon of water a day and get in 10,000 steps and no strenuous exercise. My energy is great. I continue to have some upper back pain and use my back roller a few times a day to crack my back. I'm spending lots of time in the Word and in prayer every day and standing on God's promises. All right, I'm going to pray over you. Father God, we are eager for your guidance. We seek not just your favor, Father, but also favor with our fellow man. Illuminate the path before us with your wisdom so we may discern the right choices and seize the opportunities you lay before us. Your word says the thoughts you have toward us are for good, plans to prosper us and to give us a hope and a future. Give us the strength to face challenges with courage and the resilience to overcome obstacles because your word tells us that we are overcomers through Christ Jesus. May your grace flow in all our endeavors, turning every effort into triumph. Bless us with the mindset of perseverance and a heart that seeks to honor you in all we do. Father, we take the promises in your word and we meditate on them day and night as we bring our bodies under subjection. Your word says that in meditating your word and in doing what it says, we will make our way prosperous and have good success. Help us to use our achievements for the greater good, to uplift others and to glorify your name. In faith and trust, we place our aspirations in your hands, believing that with you, all things are possible. Thank you for your faithfulness and your unending love. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time. Be blessed and be a blessing.